Alrighty, let's just get right into this. Uh, today, I am going to be ranking who I think the top five quarterbacks are in this draft. And I'm also going to be giving a little my case here, my reason, why I believe that Malik Willis should not be drafted by the Detroit Lions at number two. Now, this is not a knock against Malik Willis, because that's how it's going to be taken, but I think that any quarterback in this draft is not worthy of a top 10 pick. I also don't think it would benefit their career. Again, I could be wrong, but this draft sort of, in a sense, mirrors a little bit the Carson Wentz-Jared Goth draft. Two guys who were taken very high who probably should not have been, with a few gems later. So, yeah, let's just get right into it. At number five, my fifth quarterback in the draft, who I think the fifth best is, might surprise some people, but it's Desmond Ritter. I'm not really sure why Desmond Ritter has been getting so hyped lately, with some people calling him the second best quarterback. I personally just don't really see it. I think that he performed well against certain competition, but a team like Alabama kind of exposed some of his faults. I don't know if he has the arm strength at the next level, and to tell you the truth, I don't know if he possesses the pocket passing ability, sort of like the next quarterback on my list. I don't know if he possesses that pocket passing ability needed to be successful at the next level. He is a very good scrambler, which is, he's very good at moving around the pocket, and his throws on the run I think are alright, but I just don't think he has the arm, and I just don't think he has kind of the pocket presence needed to sort of be successful at the next level. He also, to note, did play a lot of kind of lower level competition during the year. He did perform incredibly against Notre Dame, though, and had a valiant effort against Alabama. But I think when he gets at the NFL level, he's more of a career backup or a guy you can kind of put in to switch things up. I don't really see him as a number one ever in his career. Number four. Very similar to number five here is I'm going to put Matt Corral. Now, if you inject me full of truth serum, I don't know if I really have any massive problems with Matt Corral here. I think he has a good arm. I think that he makes pretty good decisions. I think his leadership qualities put him above a lot of these guys. I think he has better leadership than most people on this list. He was willing to play in a meaningless bowl game, as the fans call it. it. meant a lot to me, but meaningless bowl game for Old Miss. And he wasn't. He didn't even have most of his star receivers during the season. He didn't have. He had so many injuries he had to fight against. He had two injured ankles. The man's a warrior. But a lot like Desmond Ritter, I don't think he has the pocket presence needed to be a star in the NFL. I don't think the Steelers should take him in the first round. I think if you're going to take someone in the first round, it's going to be the guys I have at one and two. But I would personally stay a little bit farther away from uh, Matt Corral. I don't think he's going to be a stud. I, Again, he could prove me wrong, but I've also been listening to a lot of people saying that he just hits a lot of easy throws. There's no reason why he can't hit easy throws in the NFL. I just, and again, like Desmond Ritter, incredible scrambling ability. 
just not really the pocket presence I think is needed. And he's my favorite player in this draft. I love Mackerel. I wish he was a Gamecock, because I would embrace him. But unfortunately, he's not. And unfortunately, I don't see him making a lot of noise at the next level. If I didn't give a comp to, like, Ritter and uh, Corral, I kind of see them being a Jordan Love type player. A guy who I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of hype about who isn't really at those expectations. Which isn't their fault. It's just I don't think they're at his level that they want him to be. Like, I don't think... I think they're more Jordan Love style players where at least Jordan Love could still be a starter, but... He's clearly a bench player, and he clearly hasn't done enough to even challenge Rodgers for the job. And he hasn't made the most of his opportunities. So, even kind of like another guy they remind me of both of them is Brett Hundley. The one who played for UCLA, who had a few stops in the NFL. That's basically it for those two guys. I hope they're, I really like, like, I'm not the biggest Ritter fan, because the Cincinnati hype sort of, made me dislike them more, but I'm a massive Matt Corral fan, and sadly, I just don't see either of those two making any noise. My number three, though, could make noise, and I think he does have the second highest ceiling of this group. That would be Sam Howell. Sam Howell's stock, I feel like, has dropped a lot as North Carolina's dropped games, including one to my South Carolina Gamecocks in the bowl game. Lost it to carry on Joyner and a fired-up Gamecock team. Alright, that's enough propaganda from the South Carolina side. Uh, North Carolina's talent, though, he he's a warrior, Sam Howell. Like the other two guys, as Ritter is and so is Corral, this guy is a warrior. He gets banged up and he just keeps playing well. If there is criticism, you can make the argument that the guy, his stats have dropped off a little bit, and you can make the argument that his team's success is related to that. I'm of the opinion, though, more so that I'm going to give him kind of a mulligan for last year. Kind of like, again, Jordan Love, Josh Allen, even a guy higher up on this list. Just because you don't have an incredible season doesn't mean you're bad. You know what I mean? Like, just because your record, like, heck, even Daniel Jones... You don't always need to get your team an incredible record as long as you're playing good. And I think Sam Howell, to tell you the truth, if he's not on that North Carolina team, I think they might win two, three games. So I'm I'm taking it a little easier on Howell and his record as I would to others. Also, the ACC is not the greatest competition. I think there is going to be an adjustment period, but Sam Howell, man, like, he's a man. He has a really big body. He does have a very good arm. I have him at number three. Second most potential in this draft. He's also probably the second best athlete of the five on this list. Desmond Ritter, again, and also uh, Corral are good athletes, but Sam Howell's kind of got the bigger body to go with the athleticism. Like, he can take a little more punishment. I'm a big Sam Howell fan. As much as I hate North Carolina. Number two, Kenny Pickett. I love Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, if it wasn't for his low potential I think he has, would be number one. But today, Kenny Pickett is the most talented of these five guys. If you had all five of these guys on a field right now, okay, and they were all just tossing the football, I think far and away you would say, 
This Kenny Pickett guy is the clear number one. Kenny Pickett is also like a five-year senior. He's played a lot of college football. He has a lot of experience. and Every season, he progressively gets better. But the reason why he's number two is his ceiling. I don't see too much more potential for him. I don't think he develops much more than he is. He is ready-made to play in the NFL right now. Like I think he could start on a lot of teams. But he's not, to me, a guy who's going to keep climbing and climbing and getting better and getting better, which I think is the problem a lot of people have with him. You can even make the case for a guy like Desmond Ritter that he has a lot more potential than Kenny Pickett. You can make the case, too, that Sam Howell, a lot more potential than Kenny Pickett, which I have. I do admit this. The key, though, for Pickett is can he make good decisions at the next level and can he be a guy who maybe not a pure game manager, but more of someone who can control the flow of a game. So I'm not saying he needs to be Alex Smith, but I'm saying maybe he can be more in the direction of like a stronger Kirk Cousins. That's kind of what I see Kenny Pickett as, a stronger Kirk Cousins. Also, I just want to note this too. I have no comparison for Sam Howell. That's why I didn't really give you one. I don't I don't know a guy who he truly compares to. Uh if I have to give an answer, maybe like Tyrod Taylor. That's what I kind of see. Like like a younger, better Tyrod Taylor. Maybe that's who I'll compare him to. Maybe that's a terrible comparison. That's just kind of who I think of when I watch him play. Tyrod Taylor sort of player when Sam Howell. But let's go back to uh, our boy uh, Kenny Pickett here. If I had the first pick in the NFL draft and the owner said to me, you're taking a quarterback, I would depending on the situation, would take Kenny Pickett if I had a team that I felt like could win today. But unfortunately, I don't think any team taking Kenny Pickett as a team that could win today. So I could see Pickett sliding a little bit. If you're just going to draft on potential, you definitely go Sam Howell before Kenny Pickett. And heck, maybe if you really want to, you can go Desmond Ritter over Kenny Pickett. If you really just want on pure potential to draft these guys. But I think Kenny Pickett's a safe player. I think he's the safest player in this draft. Who You know who he is. And maybe that's not a good thing. People like to draft excellence. They don't just want to draft really good. Which is where I think this could all bite him. Another guy Kenny Pickett kind of reminds me of here, and he didn't end up working out, was uh, EJ Manuel to the Buffalo Bills. So E.J. Manuel at Florida State was in the worst quarterback maybe draft class in the history of football ever, including the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. There's never been a worse quarterback class than that one. And if you need more answers to that, just look also at Geno Smith. But E.J. Manuel was by far the safest product in that draft, and he by far maybe didn't have the highest ceiling where Geno Smith had that. But E.J. Manuel definitely was kind of the better baseline player who's going to give you what he gives you again didn't work out that's just kind of how I see Kenny Pickett here at number one Malik Willis Willis is not the best quarterback in this class Kenny Pickett is but Malik Willis's ceiling is infinite Malik Willis could be Cam Newton he could be Patrick Mahomes he could be Aaron Rodgers he could be Something phenomenal, but he needs to get there. He needs to find his way there. And do I really see that happening? 
That's a really tough question. If I had to bet money, I'd say if he goes to the Detroit Lions at number two, like people are projecting, absolutely not. He does not reach that potential. He needs a situation where he can have some good players around him. And Detroit is not going to support him the way he needs. I think like if he went to the Steelers, that'd be the ideal situation. Or if he goes to like a team where he can get some starting playing time, even though I don't think it's going to benefit him. He just needs pieces. Kenny Pickett to me doesn't necessarily... I think he's more ready than Willis, so he could use less pieces, Kenny Pickett. But again, if you put Malik Willis in the best possible position, you let him grow. You kind of like Patrick Mahomes some. You know, have a veteran quarterback put his arm around his shoulder for one or two seasons, then just hand Malik Willis the keys to the car. Maybe you got a Cam Newton or Mahomes on your hand. Because he's got the arm talent. He's got everything you need. If I have two knocks against him, it's that I think a lot of people at the casual level have never seen him play and are overhyping him. I just see all these posts saying he's Cam Newton. He's not Cam Newton. Not today. Number two, I he played at Liberty, which in 2020 was a phenomenal team, but in 2021 was definitely on the downturn. Kind of like uh, Mr. Uh, oh, who's team? Sam Howell's team. So I'm very skeptical here about whether or not that's his fault. In the bowl game, though, he was a man among boys. Malik Willis, just phenomenal player. Would I take him number one or two? No. But is he the best quarterback to draft? Yes. Yes, he is. If I, if the GM told me I had to take a quarterback and I said to the GM, hey, like, will you give me six years to win or five years to win or four years to win? And the GM said, son, I do whatever the hell you want. You have all the time in the world. Malik Willis. I'm just going to draft him. Just too much raw talent that could be so amazing just sitting right there. Due to the comparison, I don't have a comparison for Malik Willis, truly. It's just what he could be. Again, no clue how to even judge him here. Anyways, those are my top five quarterbacks. If you have any disagreement, feel free. Uh, another name I've been hearing about is, I believe his name's Cole Kelly. We're going to do an on-the-fly. We're going to look at this guy, because I was watching a draft preview, and this Cole Kelly guy was awfully high. Let's Google Cole Kelly. Cole Kelly draft. Let's just see. Let's see. Okay, this is really good podcasting right here. Hopefully we don't get an ad, so we gotta... Let's just lower everything. We don't want any ads. Okay, let's take a look at this guy. Played at Southeastern Louisiana. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a really good player. Cole Kelly. Oh, maybe there's something to that. He's a redshirt senior. I love seniors. I'm going to say something here. In football, if you are a senior, I am automatically looking at you with a more as someone with more experience, someone with more what's the word? Had to fight more probably on the depth chart, a little grittier. I love senior players. If you're a senior in college, like at playing football, and I have a choice between drafting you or, or a redshirt sophomore, senior 10 times out of 10. I don't care if it's Johnny Manziel. 
Senior 10 times out of 10. There we go. Well, that's the list. Everyone, thanks for listening. Maybe Cole Kelly's number six. Who knows? Again, just to go over the list one more time. Desmond Ritter at number five. My boy, my love of my life, Matt Corral, number four. Number three, Sam Howell. Hate North Carolina like the man. Number two, Kenny Pickett. The best player right now. And number one, Malik Willis, the best potential. Thank you for listening, everyone. Take care and uh, hope you enjoyed. just listen to Benchwarmers Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you listen again. Until then, God bless, praise Christ, and thank you for listening to the show.